and namaste guys i am dr anushruti and here i am with an amazing episode sports this word actually excites all of us and brings a different kind of enthusiasm among us so to discuss sports in depth today on board i have dr jason st clair who is a physical therapist specialized in sports he helps runner navigate frustrating injuries and is joining us live directly from USA. Hello, Dr. Jason, how are you? Hello. Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining in. Well, since you specialize in sports physical therapy, my first question would be, what are the three main approaches of a sports physical therapist while having a treatment process? That's a really good question. So my specific formal training after physical therapy school, I went on to do an orthopedic um, specialization. And then after that, I went on to do a fellowship, which was under the manual therapy umbrella, a lot of pain science and uh, clinical reasoning. And since then, I just gradually started working more with more and more athletes and then kind of really got down the track and field uh, cross country endurance athletes. So, really it's not a lot different than when i was working with general population it's just these people tend to have a lot more specific goals in mind and we have to work around seasons and specific races um, but otherwise there are a lot of similarities in the assessment process you're still trying to you know work around an injury and then figure out where they are now and then slowly um, build them back up and get them into their um, either performance training or uh, competition. So what do you think is the most challenging aspect of being a sports physical therapist? Well, a lot of times, unfortunately, it's time constraints. So if someone, depending on the type of injury and the severity of the injury, a lot of times you know, you're the bearer of bad news or part of the team who's delivering it where they don't get to do a competition or a race that they have spent a ton of time doing. So, for example, I just yesterday had a conversation with a guy who, who was training for his first marathon and was on track to qualify for the Boston Marathon, which is a really, you know, a good thing. It's a prestigious thing. And unfortunately, ended up with a stretch fracture that's going to not only prevent him from that race, but it's going to set him back a little bit. So those conversations are difficult. Um, but the nice thing about it is usually once they, they work through that kind of process of going down, then they get super motivated to come back up. Well, we do have a lot of kids, you know, in the sports field, like in badminton, football and basketball, like soccer teams, we do have a lot of kids in that. So dealing with children, you know, dealing with the pediatric population, being a sports physical therapist, what do you feel is the right way to deal with them? In the sense, do you guys like the sports physical therapists, do they have a special approach towards them or is it the normal way of injury prevention or uh, treatment? No, I think that's a really good question and it depends on the environment you work in. So I'm also um, a track coach for a local club and really my approach with them is to let them move, let them figure out movement strategies let them be free kids and choose activities that might promote, you know, coordination or some elasticity or, or, or things like this. But 
really just let them find their movement paths. And then also recognize that they're really resilient at that age. And so when they come to me with a, you know, a pain or a complaint, um, obviously I do a screen, but then just reassuring them um, that it's okay and, 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 and letting them get back to it kind of quickly versus making a, a big deal out of it and, and, and going down that path. Well, being a sports physical therapist, what do you feel like if you go down to your career, go down to the lane of memories, what is that one memory you feel you are not going to forget any time and that day you felt that this was the right decision to be a sports physical therapist? Like you just, you know, you were so happy to be in this field on that particular day. Yeah, I would say it was... Um... Really, the, the, when I first went out on my own and I got my first referral for an endurance um, high school athlete, it made me realize how much fun it is for me to, to see their success and to really um, give them the care that, that I wish I would have had whenever I went through my injuries. And it just got me really excited um, at that point. I remember who it was. I remember the session. I remember how the case went. Um, and then, you know, two months later, watching him compete at the state meet uh, was awesome. So. Okay. I believe, you know, in our career in physical therapy, every patient is different. I mean, every story attached to them, every memory attached to them, that is teaching them the importance of exercise, the importance of home workout, and then in your specialization in sports physical therapy, like being on the field with the team, being happy in their wins and being sad in their losers, in fact, is a part of the core memories. Moving ahead, Dr. Jason, as a sports physical therapist, you had your career in field most of the times. So what are some common injuries you have come across and you feel that these are like very common amongst the uh, pediatric population and the normal people, the general adults. Also, why are these injuries so common in sports? Yeah, that's a lot, uh, but good, great question. Um, in, I would say with the youth, the most common um, thing, depending on the age, and again, I'm, I'm very biased towards track and field because that's where I spend uh, the majority of my time, but you see common diagnoses, uh, the medical diagnoses when they get help of shin splints or Seaver's disease, um, Oshkid slaughters. And, you know, a lot of those are potentially changes uh, to bone. Um, and we can't really say, is it now, is it really just they did too much too quickly? Uh, and how do we, but our tools kind of remain the same. We have load management to, to manage these um, individuals. And that's our, that's our greatest, um, our greatest tool. And, but, but aside from that, I would say it's usually just very benign, like a little muscle ache or pain um, and very small things. I see a lot, a lot. And those are the things that I love being on the field for because I can quickly um, restore it, rather than them going home and telling their parents and, you know, feeling like they need to ice and then go to the doctor. I can do a quick screen. That particular point. What's that? You are at the service at that particular point. Like they do not have to wait for long. 
Yeah, and you can just reassure them, right? Reassure them that it's okay, that it's going to be fine. Um, and then sure enough, you know, they go out there and it is fine. And so that, that has been a super powerful role to play um, specifically with the youth athlete. Well, that's so great. Uh, you know, listening about sports uh, physical therapy and with a person, you know, by a person who's actually seen it and is seeing it for a very long time, specifically so closely. Well, with this, I would like to tell you that I have a lot of questions for you. Out of which I have selected three to four questions, which my followers and patients and clients have sent for Dr. Jason Sinclair. So are you ready to answer them? I am ready. Okay. So the first question comes from Kajal, who is from Madhya Pradesh. Hi, Kajal. Hello. Hey, Dr. Jason. I am a badminton player and I usually have constant pain in my shoulders. What do you think could be the reason I know playing but I do not play for longer hours? Also to maintain and prevent this pain, what should I do? Yeah, those are the questions that we get all the time, right? And unfortunately, the answer is usually like, you know, you need more info to give you something conclusive. So I would simply say that if you haven't already sought out uh, somebody to, to give you an assessment, if it's something that persists, has persisted, you know, for longer than a few weeks, certainly a few months, that it's probably time to do that because almost all the time there are strategies we can give um, as a physical therapist or any movement professional um, to kind of find areas that might be neglected and we can work on those. And many times that carries over to uh, reduce pain uh, while you're playing and certainly can help with performance too. With this, I would like to inform all my listeners and viewers from various parts of the world that Dr. Jason's view on the treatment right now in this episode is in a generalized way. To have your own specific treatment plan, do visit your nearest physical therapist. Moving on, we have Manish from Karnataka. Hi Manish, hi Dr. Anushruti, how are you? I'm fine. Hi Dr. Jason, lovely to meet you. I play cricket, I also lift weights. Just wanted some tips to stay fit because I usually have lower back pain. Mm. Low back, low back, first off, low back pain is very, very common. I hesitate to use the word normal, but it's extremely common. The great thing about low back pain is almost anything you do is going to be effective, assuming that it is a movement related thing. So no one specific movement is better than the other. And it does usually have a really great just natural course of history. So like if, if you have an acute episode of low back pain and just allow a couple of weeks to go by, odds are you're gonna be fine. The low back is extremely robust and resilient like one of the most in our body. And so while unfortunately, a lot of people have pain there, the structures itself are so robust and resilient that um, they, it usually is okay to move. And so finding movements that you can do and want to do um, is probably your best tool. And from there, as far as specific activities, I would say, I usually just recommend if, if no one has a one sport they're trying to do, just follow the physical activity guidelines. So you wanna, Get at least, you know, two and a half hours of aerobic conditioning a week. And then you want to work every major muscle group from a resistance training standpoint twice a week. Like that's a great start for, for a lot of people. Absolutely. The third question comes from Sweetie Sharma from Jaipur. 
She says my younger brother, 22 year old, is a cricketer, but he often gets headache due to the heat in the ground. Is this related to his immunity, or what could be the possible reason of it? Can a physiotherapist be fruitful in this case? Yeah, that is a, a a great question to present to someone, but it is a question that I would want a medical provider to assess, um, just simply because. If it's we as a physical therapist, like movement and the movement system is my tool. And when someone might be having symptoms that are related to an external environment, like heat or light, um, and that might be the source of the headache, it is quite possible that movement isn't the best intervention. And I would want to get them screened by, you know, a medical doctor、um, before before doing my movement assessment. Okay. I hope the questions are well answered by Dr. Jason, and all my followers are actually satisfied. With here, I also want to make a note to all my listeners and viewers: if you want to ask questions to my speakers, directly send me a DM on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Moving on, Dr. Jason, you know there are a lot of sports physical therapists who are just, you know, beginning their career. And、yes. one of the major fact I feel in sports physical therapy is that when you are in the ground, and suppose the sportsman A is coming to you, if somehow the injury is major, you are not able to, you know,、uh, get them feel better, get them back to the ground. What does it impacts on the mental health of the sports physical therapist? Because you know there could be one、uh, thing that oh my god, I didn't. Do it. I I wasn't able to do that. I could have saved him or something. So to all my beginners in this category, what message would you like to send them? Would you like to give them to have a strong mental health in this field? Um, another great question. I, I would say a few things. Number one, we're all learning. Whether you're new at this or you've been doing it, you know, fifteen been doing this now for fifteen years. And still learning, but one of the most powerful things you can do is number one, reflect on every case both that you would deem successful from your perspective and unsuccessful, and and go back and undo the the scenario from start to finish and see if there's anything that you might try differently next time, and, and really make a note of that, possibly even write it down, and have that、uh, into your framework, and then. Secondly, I would say have a mentor that you. It's so important. Everyone says it, so it's almost cliche. But having mentors that when you do come across things that you feel like a decision one way or the other is going to really impact this person's outcome, and you're not sure which one to make, being able to ask someone who has experience in similar situations is extremely powerful. And it's still a little bit of a prediction and guessing, but at least、um, you've done your due diligence, and、uh, and you might, having spoken with your mentor, get more questions from them that you may not have considered to that would help you with that decision. So, absolutely. So, sports is all about fitness. Sports person, in fact, the name says that you know whenever we hear that、uh, someone is a sports person, the Image we consider in our mind is a fit man with some balls and some cricket bats, some badminton rackets, all of that. So, being a sports physical therapist, what is Dr. Jason's personal regime for a fit and healthy life? 
Yeah, it's kind of boring, actually. I work out six to seven days a week. Um, I've recently gotten back into running as far as, you know, what drives and motivates me. So I, I run anywhere from three to four days a week and I'm, I have specific running goals. So, you know, mile time, 5k, all of that sort of thing. And then I have three days a week, two to three days a week, depending that I will do strength training and resistance training for the longest time. I, I didn't have goals that were specific. So I just do like three days strength, three days conditioning, just so I was kind of getting, working all the energy systems and then, you know, whatever it might be working on hypertrophy. So that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. Okay. So before, you know, going for the treatment, what are some basic, the generalized long-term goals and short-term goals of a sports physical therapist before going to the ground? as as the clinician yeah um i'm not sure i quite understand i mean since a physical therapist is working in the ground okay so before going to the ground what do you keep in the mind like the first stage type like if something happens i'm gonna do this so you know the yeah. goals short-term goals or long-term goals Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so in competition, usually we have uh, like an athletic trainer there as well. And so, and again, my my tr formal training was in orthopedic physical therapy. I just happen to work with a lot of athletes, um, but I would not work on, um, you know, a field per se with like a football team. I would I would get specific training for that. But um, I think short-term goals while I'm, while I'm there, uh, on, on the track again is just making sure that we screen things keep small things small and if somebody um, needs more say, serious help or, or intervention that we make sure that happens timely um, and then long-term goals it's just really about identifying you know the the best health and well-being of those individuals so if I work with track and field athletes and they're young I want to make sure that you know, they're not doing that all year long. I want to make sure that at least three or four months they're playing a sport of basketball or football, just so that they're taking their entire health and well-being consideration and not just how they perform on the track and field. I would say that is the long term. Agreed. I agree with your points and I feel that these are something, you know, a basic clinician would always keep in mind. A good clinician, perfect clinician, I would say. Well, Jason, I have a lot of aspiring doctors in my audience. So, some of them might be in their bachelor's degree and, you know, in the very undergrad level. And some of them are actually writing the exams for being a sports physical therapist, the specialization programs. So, what would be your message to them? A token of appreciation and motivation for them. Also, would you suggest them to opt for sports physical therapy? And if yes, then why? Yeah, it's a tough question. I, I always get a question of, you know, should I go into physical therapy or not? And there are a lot of follow-up questions that come with it. And the first one is, you know, why do you want to do it? What is it that you love about it? What is what's going to make you passionate? In India, I mean, I believe a lot of students are going into sports physical therapy, like sports mm -hmm. and orthopedic. These two specializations are, you know, the top-notch level here in India. 
a lot of students because the excitement of being in sports physical therapy towards them you know traveling with the team out of the yeah. you know, town and going here and there enjoying that experience so that is all sums up to make people you know opt for sports physical therapy but mm-hmm. what will be your message to them that what should they actually think about this uh, profession before choosing it i think you just have to think about the realities that is different option i believe Yeah. Like, uh, options that I'll be traveling here and there. So all these, you know, materialistic things are on a different plate. But technicalities. What are the technicalities before choosing this profession? Yeah, I think you just need to be very realistic about about what you're going to be doing day in and day out, and what you want out of your life. I have a lot of friends who, you know, do work with. Uh, NBA or uh, NFL or MLB and they do travel a lot and so you have to ask yourself if you have a family how's that going to work um it just logistics right like what do you want and then based on those be very real with yourself and decide are there other things that might look similar that you want to do if this doesn't work out or is this really the only thing that you want and and then if that is true then you just go for it absolutely thank you so much jason well i believe all these questions related sports physical therapy would have been answered only by a genius like you in this field also i feel all my aspiring doctors would have taken the note of appreciation from your words and encouragement as well thank you so much dr jason for joining in and taking out time promised you will to speak to us to have a word with us and my dear audience and again thank you so much for having me on it really was great and i thank appreciate you your so couple much. questions thank you and here is a reminder to straighten your back have a good day and stay fit and healthy till then take care goodbye we'll see in the next episode bye